Welcome to the Effects Loop. I'm Diaz. I'm Chris. I'm Scott. And we're keeping you in the loop of the guitar community. What did you do? I can't too just sit here and cry. <laughs> I have a buddy who went to Cornell and I love to tease him about it all oh the time. Oh my gosh. <laughs> One day, please do. <laughs> get all Cornell here. We this episode is brought to you by Stranger, not Cornell University. No one's going to get Cornell. that joke. <laughs> oh, because we're not going to leave that in. Nope. All right. Well, during the song, when you guys were listening to the song, we were having a discussion. But anyhow, <laughs> <laughs> that, you couldn't hear us. Is this going to be one of the weeks where I just editing. like play the music over us talking? Yeah, pretty much. Probably. <laughs> so, so in that case, you did hear what we were talking about. And that joke was funny. Thank you. But anyways, if you want to sound better and you want to play better and you want to play butter and be butter, check out Stringjoy. Do we want to be butter though? I mean, do, I want to be smooth as butter. Do butter for real. Do butter for real. You know what? There's a lot of things that I, I can believe in this world, but I can't believe it's not butter. But you can believe in string joy. Yeah, but you can believe in string joy for sure because they make amazing strings and it's really cool because they've got weird gauges all this crazy stuff have you ever wanted to try have you ever been like i wonder what would happen if i put six of the same strings on my guitar at the same time you can do it easier instead of buying six packs you can just buy six of those strings from string joy and they send them to you and you can do it in the comfort of your own home and where no one else will get hurt so if you feel like doing that go to stringjoy.com and tell them what the effects loop sent you like put in the special notes be like hey scott the effects loop sent us what up you can do whatever you want though so what's new with you guys scott uh i bought something really geeky again do i know uh, about it uh <laughs> i sent you a clip so i bought um some new impulse response oh, yeah. with my acoustic guitar and i'm running it through my kemper and it sounds like a mic'd acoustic guitar it sounds amazing no it sounded really good i it it's not fair how I've not done this for years. I don't um, Impulse responses with acoustic guitars, especially, especially ones with piezo pickup, it's like night and day and requires next to no hardware. You don't need to own a, own a camper. It's amazing. Do it. More the newer radar is a great little box to have. It is. So these new IRs, I need to load into my radar because I have some other ones in there that aren't quite as good um but yeah i that's a that's that's the easiest way to get this going i it, it seems like it, it's criminal that more acoustic guitar players don't know about this or it's not a popular thing to do yet i feel like uh most guitar most acoustic guitar players in the grand scheme of the world like they only own a tu2 and that's about it so if if it even is acoustic electric i mean half the time people still just want to put it up put a mic up to it yeah like at the coffee house and you're just like i can't hear it at all do you ever find it weird how acoustic guitar players don't seem to own direct boxes 
they assume that the uh, gig will provide it. I know, but like, and then you, you complain like, oh, it's a whirlwind. <laughs> well, I don't see you, Mr. LR Bags, coming through here. Yeah, people, I don't know. I guess it's kind of like uh, like singers, maybe. No, drummers. Like if you show up and they're like, yeah, you, know, you bring your what, your snare. Bring your snare and, and your cymbals. Yeah. Yeah, and you're like, these toms are horrible. And be like, well, you didn't bring yours. Are you allowed to? Or do they just like, are they like, no? I think a lot of places say no, just because it will take time to like mic back up. The tear down. Yeah. Yeah. Like all that. Okay. Cause like, well, that was an interesting punk gigs huh? will like, everyone will share a four by 12 too. Like you'll, you bring your own amp yeah. head, but you don't actually use a cab. Or oh, that's like, there's some gigs that you, you don't even bring your own amp. They just have a back line. Mm-hmm. It's quick. Quick and easy. Just like my first wife. Oof. Diaz has only been married once and is still married <laughs> to her. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> hey, listen, there's a reason why I married her. No, I no. All kidding aside. That, that is my favorite joke to say at work because I work in a convenience store and uh you'll have i mean you just have people coming all day and like everyone feels like when they come up to you like you're like i'll take get the next person in line they got like it's their time to shine telling a joke i don't know why like everyone thinks that they're just the funniest person but every once in a while i get to get one back and like this is like that's usually like the thing like it'll it'll be a guy it'll never be a, a woman because it's not appropriate to say to a woman they get they might get upset but yeah it's usually like uh someone like oh well, that's quick and easy I'm like yeah just like my first wife and like the guy usually laughs that's my favorite one i just kind of ruined the joke by talking way too much didn't i yeah yeah sorry about that anywho is this where i'm supposed to pass the ball and ask chris what's please new? please <laughs> please here no, in awkward silence for a few more minutes please because I'm, I'm ruining the show right now so why 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 change the formula at this point? <laughs> hey, it's worked so far. Hey, hey, listen, no, but for real, Facebook's been helping us out, getting some members in the group, which has been pretty pretty yeah, cool. Did did one of us make a post somewhere and like Gear Talk or something, yeah. and just like get traffic? Is that what we did? Probably I, did. <laughs> I posted a couple times, and it was usually like, "Don't listen to this podcast; it's horrible." Ah, like self, you know. Is it what is it self what what type of humor self-effacing i guess i want to say self-defecating humor but i know that's wrong no. <laughs> deprecating deprecating yeah self-deprecating humor is that what you're thinking Thank of you that is all right because i knew it wasn't the other thing because that's a totally different type of humor which not a lot of people find funny you know what i'm surprised by is i don't get text messages from diaz constantly be like what's that word that kind of sounds like <laughs> this i'm amazed i don't get those text messages because i like it feels like that would happen a lot <laughs> <laughs> no the ones that i usually send is i've got a group text that i've been in for like close to a decade it seems like and uh that's usually they usually get hey guys what song is this and it's just a little audio clip of me like humming the tune trying to figure it out can you hum into shazam yeah what i didn't know that i think you can oh that's insane i mean when was the I've last time my... you used shazam that's the other kind of fun one 
I've got it on my f- Apple Watch. I think can't just Siri do that now too. You'd be like, "Hey Siri, what song is this?" Yeah, but with Shazam, it actually like will follow with the lyrics and everything. Yeah, and it'll be like, "Hey, here's where to find it on all your streaming." Well, it, yeah, you can do that. Like, but like, it'll literally like play along with the song with the lyrics. Oh, that's fun. So that I mean, I think that's really cool. So, well, Chris, what's new with you? Uh, have I bought anything? No. Mm, wait. Have you no. have you taken on a loan to like modify your hurdy gurdy with LED lighting yet? <laughs> Not yet. I'm actually. I took some pictures of it because I went to storage yesterday because I'm going to be selling some stuff. And I actually was like, do I want to actually try to fix this up or like sell it? Because I'm pretty sure I could get if I remember how much that was when I saw it. I could maybe get five hundred seven fifty in the condition that it's in. So, Why don't you just start a pirate metal band? After you finish your hip hop ukulele album, yeah, this is true. That that could work and, and break my harmonica back out and work on it. <laughs> like do do a band like Corn meets Slipknot meets Dropkick Murphys. Freak on a what? It's gonna be it's gonna be a pirate themed band. I guess I need a violin too. So meet. Uh, Ocean, not Ocean Avenue, what's the band? Yellow Card? Yellow, Yellow Card. card. Yep. <laughs> yeah, well, I think and if it's a, a pirate band, it's actually a, a technically a fiddle at that point. He's got uh, you there. It's true. So, I don't know. Can I don't you know fiddle there's like different on a viola? No, I, I think you're right. I don't think you can fiddle on a viola. Like, I don't think, like, fiddle, it's not you're, like you're fiddling with it. It is a fiddle. I thought I thought fiddling is like a style of play. No, on a violin. Well, I, it it might be, but the but it's actually like a fiddle is a violin. I'm I'm looking at the official Wikipedia page. And I am editing the official Wikipedia page simultaneously. <laughs> Great job, everybody. <laughs> it's exactly what Scott said it was for the fifth time in a row. It said, Diaz, you dumbass. <laughs> Diaz, you ignorant <laughs> slut. <laughs> By the way, uh, just to update you, is cheesecake a cake or a pie is currently four to two cake? Yes, it's in the name. It's in the name. Like, I, I understand the argument for it being a pie, especially when you add, like, a cherry topping or something like that, because it's like usually a pie-filling topping, like the like the cherries, whatever. But it's in the name. Mm-hmm. Do you so see I that the Gear Slum that. started diving into as a hot dog sandwich? Yeah, we've Good been arguing lo- that shit for, like, a year. Man, some original content coming out of those guys these days. It's yeah, great. yeah. I feel like Aaron just started listening to the show. <laughs> <laughs> so he's clearly he's about re- a year behind right now, right? <laughs> he's he's going to start recycling <laughs> stuff we've talked about. We, you know what? That's it. We're going to start listening to their show and stealing their topics from years ago. We're just going to listen to 60 Cycle Hum. So we're just going to... Uh, I actually enjoy their uh, one-star Amazon review game. Guess the yeah. puddle by the one star Amazon review. I enjoy that game. That's fun. Probably I because mean, Phil is so obnoxious through it. Gotta love Phil. All is, right. Is Chris still Wikipedia? What happened? 
I, I got distracted by Googling is cheesecake a custard because I was curious. And Ooh, I, I would say yeah. it's closer to a custard than anything. That's what I had originally said, but nobody listened. Yeah, but that wasn't one of the options. That's the problem. Was it because your yeah, audio was crap? That might have been why we didn't listen. It, you know what? I feel like Chris is recording with like the Wish version of AirPods. <laughs> well, I'm not going to tell you guys what does cheesecake mean sexually. You can go Google that yourself. UrbanDictionary.com. Okay, if you guys actually know it's not the Urban Dictionary. Thank you very much. Well, that is that is the end all be all of. Uh, is it okay? So I stand by my case with somebody else that I had an argument with about Urban Dictionary. Is it an official Scrabble uh, reference? I don't think so, is uh, it? Or should it be? No, because it can be edited by users. And those users are not Miriam or Webster. Hmm. Man, the I'm I'm diving pretty deep. <laughs> to actually find something that's like actually Scott, Scott's like flat earther, no. Cheesecaker, yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so while he Googles Diaz, what's new with you? Um, I put another I put another pedal down on layaway because my state has a 30 day hold on used items being sold to companies and so they can run it through the system all that and kind of like pawn shops I know a lot of states have that and guitar centers policies to follow those so um, I found a, a my brain just shut off old blood noise endeavors it's not is it the haunt or the what was it if it's a haunt i want it no it's not the haunt okay hashtag fuzz journey what is it called you really i feel the one you really want is the alpha haunt but i don't think that's that's one of the sliders this yeah. one has a this is a, this is a v1 of a pedal i feel or the fault that's what it is is that the reverb no it's a it's a uh, dual gain overdrive nice so it's really cool um it's it's the v1 so it doesn't have the sliders like the v2 does the v2 fault has sliders yes it has a three band eq with sliders yeah yes it does 209 dollars i i i got mine for 109 dollars but being a v1 and used that's a, i think it's a pretty solid deal it's an amazing sounding pedal so like when i think old blood i think like pedals that go extreme yep you know this is a very very usable like not not saying their pedals aren't usable but very very uh practical uh overdrive well, i mean the thing with them is they set up their pedals in such a way that like yes everything at noon is very tame and like what you want it to do like in right. a traditional sense and then yeah. the extremes are in both directions awesome usually like very mm -hmm. like you know how like there's some pedals where it's just there's one sweet spot and you're done yeah these guys really seem to exploit the ranges of wherever mm -hmm. they set their knobs and sometimes it gets a little haywire and that's okay I mean, it's a lot of fun, but yeah, so I've got that one. I can pick that up when, well, the day this episode airs. And then also I've got, well, depending on when Scott releases it, uh, which was, <laughs> whoops. 
I thought that was really funny. You're just like, well, I guess today's really stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Don't even care. Whatever. Remember but. when I used to be really perfectionist about this show and we wanted to like increase our quality constantly and all that. I'm kind of glad stuff? I broke your will. You're finally just like, F it. <laughs> F it. We're recording. We're putting it out. Who cares? I'm having a lot I, more I mean, fun now that I don't care. Yeah. See, caring less is the best way to go. And so no, like, our numbers are going up. It's really weird. <laughs> see, well, that's the thing, too. Like, I check our yeah. numbers. Around. Like, <laughs> I, I feel like when people stop listening to the show, we'll call it quits. But if people are downloading every week, you know, let's keep going. Like, And then our numbers are increasing and we can't explain it why. Maybe, maybe uh, if you like the show, you're listening, just share it. Tell a friend. If you get two friends to tell two friends who the, then they tell two friends but we you'll, get, you'll get credit for every friend that they tell right and that goes into scott bucks and those have a, a cash value of one it's it's one one millionth of a penny so what color mercedes do you earn through this um silver because that's the only color mercedes coming okay that's not is it is that true it's no. mostly true. Mostly that doesn't mostly true doesn't count. This isn't <laughs> politics. Calm down. It's like how okay. it's how like seventy percent of Audis are black. It's just what they come in. Because everyone buys a black Audi. Everyone buys so a like silver Mercedes. And an orange. Oh, kind of like red Mustang. <laughs> it's why every Subaru Forester is that color green. I've only I see mostly orange. I really? see I see the yeah. Audi green ones like close or like close to Forester Audi green. Yep. There's just certain yeah. colors for certain cars. That's like uh, Land Rovers. That's like the light green, not not super crazy, but mm. you know what I'm talking about. No, I don't. Usually, Land Rovers are white around here. Whoa! Calm down, Scott. Sir, hold on. Can't just say that. And most Land Rovers have never been off the road. That's very true. Uh, I believe that. Remember that episode where Diaz and I were looking at like a 1980s Land Rover yeah. Defender? Yeah. The, the entire time, and we could not focus on anything else. Are we I still on focus. what's new? Yep. Yeah. Let's move on to gear news. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, first thing on gear news is Warm Audio unveiling its first guitar pedals. So, they've got the Foxy Tone Box and the Jet Phaser. So, wh- who the heck is Warm Audio? Warm Audio has been making Neumann clones for a while. What's Neumann? Clones? Neumann's a microphone company. Okay. Microphones. So they okay. Warm Audio does a lot of studio gear that's kind of emulating classic gear. So like they have like a U87 that's like oh, much much okay. more affordable. Okay. Um, I think they make an LA2A like an analog like rack compressor. Some okay. of those classic studio compressors as well. So it's interesting to see them go into guitar effects, but yeah, you know, these are really cool though. And can we talk about the Foxy Tone Box like layout? Yeah, Both that is really foxy. Yeah, someone go ahead and describe. Okay, so uh, it looks like the Simpsons couch without the back. Um, <laughs> it, like it, not it's, even... it's an orange. Co- powder coating that looks like it should be fuzzy yeah it does yeah it looks really cool though and it's got a nice uh so the knobs are on the bottom side if that makes any sense if you know what i'm talking about yeah so like instead of like top jacks you have bottom knobs i think you actually do 
top jacks on this. I think you do but have the top layout, jacks. But it's, it's horizontal. Yes, so it's a yeah. landscape. It's not portrait. Um, I wonder how big it is compared to like, is this like? Well, look, this is small. Look at the look at that on and off switch. Like that's a small switch. Yeah, look so this looks about the size the of like the KTR or the King of Town. It's uh, it's that size enclosure, I think. It honestly looks like it could be like a what's uh, the Hammond whatever. Yeah. Yeah, so it's not a single size pedal. It looks Just, like a single size pedal turned sideways. No, but it, it, no, it, I see the. It's it's closer in size to like, the King of Tone or KTR, or the Hudson Broadcast, okay. or the yeah, yeah. the Kilt V1. Or the Revere. Are you just trying to show off how many pedals you know that? I'm just looking at my pedal board, and those are the ones that are that size. <laughs> oh, now we're really showing off. For the Morningstar I... MC6. You know, sizes uh... and everything, Scott. Yeah. Oh. we got to talk about mowers, too. I didn't really hear that. <laughs> so... <laughs> Germa- NOS Fairchild germanium transistors. That's actually pretty hard to come by, so it's kind of impressive. This jet phaser looks amazing. So, do you want to get into that one too? So they're they're also yeah. coming out with a reproduction of Roland's jet phaser, which has a it has like the same box shape of that that style, which is also the, what the CE one. But it's got wooden paneling on the side, like a Moog. It's it looks good. It, it does. does. Looks very classy. I like it. And the prices on these are absolutely amazing. One forty nine for the uh, Foxy Tone Box, and then one ninety nine for the Jet Phaser. Like that, honestly, could be close to like a three hundred dollar pedal. Also, it, the the Jet Phaser includes an eighteen volt uh, power supply. Nice. I guess that means it runs at 18 volts, which is a little limiting, but... Or you can run it on battery. There's an easy switch on top to run it from DC to battery. I don't know why you'd want to, like... It's actually a switch? It's what it looks like to me. That's cool. I don't know. I mean, yeah, it looks like one of those old school switch. Yeah, it's a switch. So, very reasonably priced, sound great, recreations of... Things that I don't see a lot of those on the market right now. Right. No. Especially in the affordable realm. Um, So, yay. Warm audio. Welcome to the market. Please keep doing what you're doing. Speaking of keeping doing what you're doing. No, (laughs) these people don't need to be doing what they're doing. They need to stop. (laughs) Introducing the circle guitar. It's a self-picking electric guitar that goes up to 100 or 250 beats per minute. I hate it so much. It's it's honestly like finding cat vomit. That's how it makes me feel. It's like you're just you don't even like you just don't care and you just hate it and it makes you want to punch something preferably a little cat like it makes you want to punch a cat that's what this does this brings out an anger in me that should not be there but why do you need a self-picking guitar 
Uh, you could set this up as a uh, drone in the. Uh, that could I mean, be fun. Can it all? Well, how do you set it to only pick one string, or is it always chords? Uh, you could set it up to be chords. Uh, yeah, it have to be chords. No, you. It, I think it picks every string depending on what, or it picks the strings depending on what buttons you're touching on it. <sighs> no. <laughs> no, stop. What is? Why do? You, why are you the way that you are? I want to use this for natural delay. That's what I want to do. Just set up some kind of weird thing and go for it. Well, I mean, it's got like so. It's got this spinning wheel with little slots, so you can insert picks into them to create a, a picking pattern. So you know that guitar that has the rotating pickups that everyone always shares? Yeah, which actually looks pretty cool, that one. Yeah, so what happened was is this guy was like on the internet, and he saw it, and he's like, oh, you know what would be really great is if you put a pick in there. And I want to, I just want to like punch someone. I'm just oh. disappointed. Oh, speaking of disappointed, its first celebrity demo is from Ed O'Brien of Radiohead. Of course. Wait, 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 wait. Was there two guitarists in Radiohead? Yeah, Johnny Greenwood. There's, there's three guitar players. Are, are, you, are you counting Tom York? Yes, because he plays no. guitar on most songs these days. Okay. This is... So Ed O'Brien had the signature strat last year, two years ago, that had the sustainer in it. Do you remember well, that? Okay, watching the video, it's cool sounding, but it still makes me sad. I wish they wouldn't have like called it a self-picking guitar, because it it. It, that should be an, that's an effect you know what i mean he's oh. using it as an effect you know what this is really reminds me of is uh the first year we all went to nam together yeah. summer nam there was a guy with a bass where there were like four different motors on the bass strings and you could choose yeah. which motor was running this is what that reminds me of huh. but that that thing sounded more like an ebo than this does anyway some guy made it he said he had the idea 10 years ago Took two years of engineering to create this. And he says, rather than your human hand, you can exceed what is physically possible and push guitar into a new, unexplored territories. I've left an Ebo on a guitar before. I know what happens. I think uh, guys should stick to designing lights because I kind of definitely want some of his lighting fixtures that he's designed. Wait, oh, is, this a, is this a dude? Yeah. Yeah, this is, I clicked on the guy's Instagram profile. He is a product designer, an innovator, founder of Design Consult, big word, uh, Studio Make Believe. And he definitely designs like lamps and ceiling lights that are actually pretty cool. So. Okay, that was, sorry, I had a really loud Instagram video playing, blaring in my ears and I couldn't get it to stop. So I had to close the page. I was freaking out. <laughs> sorry i think it's really cool like whenever you listen to it mm. i take back my hatred for it it's pretty neat my hatred stands no it's, it looks like it'd be fun to play with yeah for like 10 minutes well yeah how much does it cost oh this guarantee this is going well he's like not selling it grand. that's the thing 
If he, what if he sells them? They're going to be like seven grand each. If not more. If not more, he says. All right. Well, speaking of if not more, he says, Ernie Ball Music Man announces the John Young Bongo 6. Okay. So this is the bass player from uh, Dream Theater. It's a signature bass, yes. So it it reminds me of the John Petrucci with the shield design. Well, yeah. I mean, they're in the same band, so possibly. He's pretty crazy, though. Have you ever watched him play? Uh, Not really. He's fantastic. Dream Theater is one of those bands where, like, all these amazing musicians got together and made it what they wanted to make, and you're over here going, what? So (laughs) Dream Theater is one of those bands that by the time I've heard of them, people have already been, like, talking them up too much that there's no way it's going to live up to what people want me to think of it. Yeah. Uh, Dream Theater is also one of those bands that, like, you hate them because of their fan base sometimes. Because Dream Theater fans are obnoxiously Dream Theater fans. Yeah, like it's like Rush fans. Or Fish fans. Or Push. Push. Push the band. Uh, just <sighs> don't you talk about don't you talk about shotgun? Yeah. <laughs> Terry Lee shotgun Bolton. Or is it Terry Shotgun Lee Bolton? Or Terry Lee Shotgun Bolton? I think it's Terry Lee Shotgun Bolton. I think it should be Terry Shotgun, Lee Bolton. Like two different people living in one body. Like Chris Gaines and Garth Brooks. Hey, listen, that would have been amazing if they would have made that movie. <laughs> like, <laughs> that was horrible. Like, honestly, those songs weren't even that bad. I think he had a hit off that album. Couldn't tell you. But, well, anywho. Let's stop talking about Garth Brooks and start talking about Dream Theater again. Uh, it looks really cool. Six strings on a bass. Might as well play a guitar. Is it what way is it tuned? Uh, very carefully. Yeah, it's funny. <laughs> Three so, grand. Oof. It's a music man. Yeah. And a six string. I do. What do you think about the two different fretboards? I like it. I think it adds a really cool artistic thing. Kind of like a yin and a yang, but they're not even. His yang's been bigger than his yin. <laughs> I'm sorry. And that I'm happened. So- <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah, I'm really just disappointed in myself, guys. We're good. Does it say... It does not say... It's, the one th- it's a 130 on the low end. I don't know what that means from a tuning perspective. If there's a bass player in the group, first off, we're sorry. <laughs> yeah, we're not bass players at all. We like bass players. We're friends with bass players. Well, I know yeah. a guy. I know a guy who knows a bass player. I know like three bass players, so Oh. Yeah. S- sorry. My son's hey, my son's a bass player and I've supported him. Throughout his entire musical journey. You're so progressive. <laughs> I uh I like the things I... that if you found out your son was a bass player, <laughs> you'd love him too. 
We just hope he's healthy. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I feel like it's horrible. That's oh my god, that's horrible. We shouldn't make light of that that kind of thing. That's that's horrible for bad people. Speaking of horrible and bad people, Paul Reed Smith releases <laughs> a sleek <laughs> a sleek floating guitar stand that costs a hundred and hundred and fifty bucks or so. $139.99 oh, from yeah, yeah. prsaccessories.com I mean that's it's, a completely separate website why wait what there is a complete separate website for PRS accessories mm-hmm. yeah what the how much products by category acoustic guitar parts uh, this is where these cases gig bags oh, you know what electronics I guess it makes sense where else I can you this... buy a three hundred and fifty dollar guitar case? Ooh, lifestyle! Oh yes, leather jackets. Oh my gosh, Paul Reed Smith leather jackets, tuning machines, components, streetwear. Some you can get a beanie. All right, so this is pretty. This webpage is pretty much. There's the section that like in Guitar Center where it's like random things you'll never really need, but it has guitar related, so you'll buy it. Like a PRS retro soda can glass. I actually kind of. It's it's like it's the Christmas catalog for what to buy a dad who's already uh, had his uh, midlife crisis. PRS signature logo, two gigabyte USB drive. Ooh, That's kind of small for a USB drive these days. That is. Wait, what? I I don't even think it's Micro Center expensive? sells anything smaller than eight. Yeah, no, it's insane. But the floating guitar stand on there. You know, I still have like a one twenty five megabyte usb drive that like i still refuse to get rid of i don't know why it's still there it's just in a drawer i'm never using it yet i still keep it Ooh, they got the camp mug if you're ever going camping and you need to let people know you own a paul reed smith i feel like now prs just became like the what was the company that joey uh wore was it lamborghini or something like that oh he wore a porsche jacket it was porsche a uh, porsche yep yeah, that this is PRS is the Porsche, yeah, of of guitars now. Okay, so go. this is starting to become a trend in the world. I don't understand it. The soda can glasses—they're hard to drink out of, in my opinion. What's what's the what? I don't get it because a soda can has a pop top, so like yeah. you never drank from something that shape anyway. Right. I mean, I have a couple of Coca Cola ones that make sense at least. But like, but why, why, why does, why do you need a rim on the top of a glass like that? What does that do? It's like the people, it's just to be showy. It's to make a statement. Thank you. And that statement is I'm not responsible with money. <laughs> that statement is these cups cannot stack in each other. That's right. No, you probably could stack them if, if they yeah, had a little beveled edge at the bottom. It's going to be house, precarious, but yeah. Well, F you, I'm not Googling that. Um, so whatever, I don't know what you just called me, but I'm offended. So let's move on to the next thing before we fight. Fist fight. PRS has a pick holder that has the bird logo on it, and I kind of want it. Oh my gosh. So you, you remember when like there, you always knew that one guy who wanted to get the PRS birds as a tattoo. I know and a dude like, who has the PRS tattoo, but it does a tattoo. Um... Did I kill your joke? No, it wasn't even a joke. I was just talking about how, like, you always know that guy. And then you know the guy who actually did it. 
He went second level second level Kyle on us. I don't get it. Kyle's Kyle's the guy that like you know you don't know about Kyle. Spend more time on the internet, dude. Do better. All right, so now there's there's stands, there's uh, Chad's, there's Chad's, there's Karen's. Stand. What is a stand? What is a stand? Isn't stand? Isn't standing where you you're such a rabid fan that you don't care about anything? Based on the song "Stand." from uh, uh well no one actually M&M. uses that anymore i'm pretty sure it, i saw that used recently yeah were you looking at your mom's facebook because she probably used it because it's so out of date damn i was saying ellen that... hamilton is a saint <laughs> dorothy mantooth is a saint <laughs> it was me johnny hopkins and sloan kettering we were blazing that all right let's I feel like we could do an entire episode just Step Brothers quotes. I was doing Anchorman. Wait, what did you say? El- Dorothy Mantooth is a saint is from Anchorman. Is it? I'm going to take your mother out for a nice seafood dinner oh, yeah. and never call her again. That's right. Wow. That's on you. Amy- well, it's still Will Ferrell. It's all the same movie. So going back to the guitar stand for $140 now that we spent, is our topic just we go through PRS's accessory catalog? Is that our topic for the day? I'm freaking down. <laughs> like, that's actually, like I'm not even upset. <laughs> All right. So it, this is an interactive journey, guys. So next we're going to look at the PRS guitars. Wait, it's the uh, 35th anniversary Dragon Imperial Pint set. Looks like something straight out of like uh, Game of Thrones. In a good way. Oh, I didn't miss that. I wouldn't say in any way. I, I mean, it just literally looks like something that would be from Game of Thrones. I feel Is like that a dragon, though, it looks more like a bat. If you look at the actual glass in the design, I'd say it looks a lot like a dragon. From the dragons I've seen personally. Has has PRS done a dragon recently? Yeah. That, that used to be way more of a thing. I think uh, that, they did in the last couple of years because I think it was actually at one of the shops in Memphis. I think the dragon was really big whenever they could show it off in guitar magazines. Yeah. Because every time you got to the PRS section, you turn the pages just a little bit slower. And you looked at those, and even like uh, like the uh, Guitar Center magazines and all that, you'd, just, you'd see them and you'd be like, oh. Oh, yep. <laughs> they just did a new private stock dragon. So there we go. Yeah, that's why they did this. Yeah and it's 35 years of doing this well because it used to be the dragon was like where they unveiled like new tech too so like the next generation of pickups they came out with came on the dragon oh, while there yeah. now i think they just have sort of the the names that all kind of blend into each other so they have like the 5815 this is literally a website where they're selling all the crap they give away for free at nam look or, the stickers the or, on the you've got the lanyard the, the usb drive lampshade knobs interesting a logo patch where are the lampshade knobs um i have no idea i'm looking at see all and i'm on page three and it's literally the gibson not the speed knobs the bell knobs they are they're the bell knobs but with uh 
Oh, the lampshade knobs are like the stock knobs. Oh, so it's not for a lampshade. No. Okay. Oh, interesting. They call the speed knobs SE knobs. Special speedy knobs. Interesting. Very. Well, speaking of interesting, let's move on to something else because I'm you're bored now <laughs> yeah i'm bored all right future sound systems mtx8 lets you get creative with signal routing i feel like this is gonna hurt like i don't know this seems like so much going on yeah wait is there this, this is insane so it's like this matrix of like what you plug in and where it comes out oh i yeah. see it now Numbers are inputs, the letters are okay. Yeah. And then there's a grid of small jacks, each of which takes a conductive pin. So you actually have to like put push the pins in. What what the heck? I'm what if you lose pins? Yeah, can you just substitute like a finishing nail or something? Use a use a uh Clothes or what is it called? Not a clothespin, but a paper clip. I'd hope it actually I, comes with some type of. Okay, Scott, you put this on there, so you're gonna have to explain this to me, like, like, like I'm freaking three. Like we're not even starting with five. Like, <laughs> so let's bring it down to one. So it's a four hundred something dollar pedal. Okay. Oh my gosh. Uh, it is compatible with dry wipe pen. Which I guess is, is that British for dry erase marker? Probably. I don't know. I'm not British. Expensive box go room. Oh my gosh. Cambalika to Maluma. Oh, so you can actually. You can use. Asked to join the effects loop. Sorry. He's an account manager at Bitcoin Mining. Oh. Fancy. You should ask him for 20. tips with all your bitcoining. His his pro his cover photo is someone pointing to the stock exchange, like stuff on the computer screen, and him looking off to the side. Thank you, thank you, Facebook algorithm. I'm gonna add him. <laughs> oh my god! Anyway, <laughs> I want. I need to learn more. In other news, uh. Cheesecake is a pie is catching up with five votes now to the six that cheesecake is a cake. This is, we've got a race, kids. <laughs> um, so this is a routing mate. So going back to this MTX eight thing, uh, it looks like you can set this thing up to do kind of like effects loop routing or all sorts of like different routing. Basically, I just want to get that one thing that has all the wires. You know what I'm talking about, like Octobox or something. Where, oh, basi- yeah. where basically it looks like a, a modular synth. Yes. That looks cool. I would do that. It comes, with, looks- it comes with 10 pins for you, by the way. What if you want more? How much are the pins? That's where the money's really being made. $5 <laughs> a pin costs them a penny to make. That's where the profit margin is. It's the razor blade model. I, you know what? That's it. <laughs> Yeah, I don't care. Take a handle. The blades are where I make my money. They should just give us guitars and just sell us the strings. That's that's <laughs> where it would be. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Fender Stratocaster made in USA, $27. Six strings, 
493. Oh, they just make the they make the hole ridiculously big. So like a normal ball end string doesn't fit in it and you have to use their strings. And then and then you've got people doing aftermarket strings <laughs> and like black market strings. Yep. Gear Supply Co. would have been gotten their asses sued. Do you need a ball so, end guy? I got a ball end guy. Yes. <laughs> oh my gosh. String Joy, who sponsored this episode, thank you once again, would totally be like meeting you on the street corner. Scott Mark catches up there. He's like, hey man, need some, need some strings. <laughs> Come here to my shop really quick. And then you get in this limo that breaks down halfway there. <laughs> Sorry, that, that story just got a way more elaborate and way more like, all right, if you don't know the story, listen to every episode that we've done but up until then. we've Up until now, because we've talked about it about three times. Um, but you got to start at the beginning. <laughs> Didn't you live stream it in the group? Yeah, it, it is somewhere in the group. There, you- I've still got the video on my phone somewhere too. Of us going, to, oh my gosh, that was insane. You're supposed to get like one beer each. And there was like eight of us. And there's like four beers that were still warm. <laughs> oh, Did you come in late that, or were you, you were there that th- year? Did I you think, come in late? I don't think I was there that year. That was last year, wasn't it? Yeah, I didn't go last year. Yeah, he wasn't there. And then I got there I went, next, the day after that. Oh, I went to wow. Winter Nam that year, I think. Yeah, that's crazy. Well, Which that I don't really depressing. have very many eventful stories from that because uh, oh, it's pretty boring. Yeah, I uh, except I for getting sexually not. assaulted by John Snyder and the guitar player from Switchfoot pissing me off. Oh, um, yeah, the tall Drew guy. Shirley. Yeah, never trust a person with two first names. And then Joel Corday told me he loved me, and that made my whole oh. world. Okay, one of my no. Joel Joel Corte is amazing. I remember my first name I went my first summer name I went to. I only went to Public Day, which is Chaos. And I didn't really know much about Chase Bliss besides I wanted to warp final. And I got mm-hmm. I got to hang out. He let me I hung out at his booth. He gave me a shirt. And it was just like me and him just messing with pedals with headphones on. And it was pretty cool. We had a moment. Things are pretty serious now. I miss you, Joel call me i um, what our topic who our top like three favorite builders are okay <laughs> no. we'll do wait, that when I we get there i thought we no no, no your top three look. favorite builders and why are they all working for old blood noise endeavors <laughs> um i don't know my top three pedal builders oh grant wilson number one hard i wasn't even talking about pedals i was just talking in general yeah just no i'm, I'm just talking about as a person yeah even even then, pedals are amazing. Um, Kevin Equix, then, if we're going outside of pedals, are we going yeah. outside of pedals? Um, yeah, I'd bump it up to five because I definitely yeah. have a few. Doug Cower, yeah. I love Doug. He's really nice. Um, Ryan from Fuzzrocious. I don't want to butcher his last name. He's a very awesome dude. I don't know. Y'all say some people. It's basically who are you getting a hug from first at this point? Pretty much, yeah. I always go to Grant for that. That's usually who I seek out first. Yeah. Uh, John Snyder. Scott Marquette. 
is yeah. yeah he's awesome dude um ow shit sorry ow, i just hit my knee what just happened on the episode ow i'll just remind you both we still have a sponsor you have not mentioned yet we just what? wait do we what cody fields oh yeah no i love cody too wow <laughs> now i feel bad ow i hit my knee yeah, you've met Cody more than I have, so. I've met Cody. I've met Cody. I see Cody like every time I go to Summer Nam. I think I met him the first year I went to Summer Nam. I th- I messed with uh, this one over. He had. I don't think he had. He didn't have a nose pedal at the time. It was just Westminster. Nice. If I remember correctly. Yeah, I think I only bought nose last year, the year before. I think it was two years ago. But uh, yeah. Like Cody's a, a good one to meet. Oh, um, um, Boot. Yes, I love Boot. Boot's really cool. Um, yeah. He's up there on the list. Oh, um, oh my gosh. Ryan from Yellow Cake. Solid choice. Scott, do you not have any favorites? I'm just letting you go. I didn't want to rain on your parade. All right, go ahead, rain on my parade. You list all the cool ones that I forgot about now. Well, so you have Seth Brady and Dan from Old Blood. Yes. Um, Because everything they make is amazing. Um, Wow, I'm slowing down too. Kevin? Yeah. Yeah, it's Uh, not that easy, is it? (laughs) I'm trying to think, like, who do I talk to a lot when I'm at shows or whatever so like yeah. you have like you have like cody it was right away oh, it's one i hung out with a bit i had a good time hanging out with curtis lamberton yes curtis is a very nice guy um he is an met... early sponsor of the show he was um shout out uh zach and joel from chase bliss yes um Ooh, colt's another good one you know, I don't know Colt. Yeah, I don't know him that well. I think I've known him once. Times. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, oh, I'll, here's here's one that like I don't know if it's surprising. Josh Scott's always cool whenever you can get whenever you get in a conversation with him because like whenever he talks to you, it's like he usually like he'll ask you like a a question and you can tell he's actually like listening and paying attention to what you're saying. So I, cause it, it's really tough being at summer name and all that. Cause you're getting pulled in a different direction. But like when Josh is talking to you, he's talking to you. So it's always cool to have a conversation with him. Um, Leon, Wright, Big fan. Yes. of him. I haven't oh. met Leon in person before. Oh yeah. I haven't met him either. He hasn't been to summer name. That is, that is true. Um, Oh, uh, the Sinusoid Boys. Oh, yeah. Yes. See, I was I like always... Too when I, I miss Anthony. So, Anthony, oh. I always liked hanging out with Anthony. Um, I didn't get to hang out with Andy much. Uh, oh, he wasn't at Summer Nam the year that they like all really came. I think the year he was there, I didn't really speak. Uh, I didn't get a chance to speak to him. But him and I have become pretty cool friends. And, uh, of course, Albi. Everybody loves Albi. I haven't heard from Albi in a while. Yeah, he's been kind of uh, under the radar. I don't know what's going on. My understanding is they, they've just been putting out fire after fire. 
in yeah, Seattle right, right now. Like they lost power. They had all these other kind of issues with their shop. flooding. Yeah. So I would imagine yeah, they're, they're pretty overloaded with just life right now. Oh yeah. Wow. I'm trying to think of some other good ones. All right. How long have we been recording for Scott? Uh, long enough. If you want to wrap up here, let's do the random list thing. Let's okay. have a little fun. Okay. So, Isn't that what we just did? I got, I got the question for you. Okay. Who is an artist that you didn't care for pre COVID that you now have respect for? What? Yep. That's a decent one. I have an answer already, I, so. I have to say my musical listening hasn't changed because I have been working through the whole thing and, and all that. So I, I have no answer for that, actually. No one. Uh, maybe Red Jumpsuit Apparatus and the Chainsmokers for me? Has Red Jumpsuit Apparatus done anything in the last decade? Um, Not worth noting. No, but I ever like we keep talking about them every week on the podcast, and I like no, that's you. That that's yeah. just you. No, I there's mean, no we all. It's just you. It's just yeah, you. No, no. It was. It also started stemmed from the group chat where I was talking about how uh, uh, "Face Down" is one of the best songs. That's just the same four chords over and over again, because it's literally the same progression. Just every once in a while, there'll be like a change of how many measures you play a chord. Oh, yeah, that's right. And then we got into the discussion, is Red Jumpsuit Apparatus emo or pop punk? Which they're emo. They're freaking emo, Chris. They're not pop punk. Can a pop punk band still be emo? <sighs> yeah, the Blink-182 self-titled album is, is pop punk emo. But I'd have to well, say that they really fall under the... They really get out of the pop punk thing um especially with some of the like the lead lines like face down is a perfect example that like guitar part that high guitar part is not really what i consider a pop punk riff more towards yeah. an emo alternative riff is fallout boy emo oh fallout boy is i'd put them under emo before pop punk but they are okay. pretty close to pop punk i was like where are they now currently now All they're almost over the place. Yeah, well, I'm about Green Day for the same thing. It's like they they've completely changed genres in a way. It feels like uh, my buddy would my buddy okay, Ian okay. was Did talking you know... up Fall Out Boy, oh. and so I was like, all right, I'll give him a listen because I realized they had like four albums I hadn't listened to. Okay, did you know that the guy who produced American Idiot also produced the song Iris by the Goo Goo Dolls for the City of Angels soundtrack? Huh. Bam! Random fact. neat and the and the mandolin in that song was actually tuned to guitar tuning in capo 2 how dare they i believe that now we're gonna have a whole folk in an uproar i watched a whole video on it i don't know why i got sucked into it i was actually late picking up jess from work because i got sucked into it (laughs) all right so other than chris listening to music from 2008 (laughs) <laughs> all my music stayed the same i think i i mean because like i was uh i mean i've gotten really big into billy eilish but i believe that that was before the whole covid thing happened yeah I you remember. were into that before 
Yeah. So no, I'd say nothing really has changed much for me. Have you heard her Bond theme song? It already came out. Yeah. No, I like it. It's pretty good. Um, so mine is the one that inspired this topic. Post Malone. Uh, you know yeah, what? A little bit more too. After a lot he, of people, was it when he did the Nirvana stuff? Yeah, and he's still doing yep. like more guitar stuff on like Instagram, and I'm like, I can't he's look a, at you, but you're solid. Like, he's a solid player. Yeah, you know where he learned how to play guitar from? Guitar Hero. That that was like his inspiration. He started playing Guitar Hero, and then he wanted to learn how to play real guitar. Oh man, I he's, hate millennials he's even ex- more. Oh. like he's a prime example of someone who like that plot actually worked on, and he became famous. That's that is pretty cool. And the I mean the cool part, he's like one of those people too. Like I, I totally agree where you're like, I don't care for his music, but like I respect what he's doing because you watch him play guitar and everything, and you understand, like you can tell he has respect for music. And so it's <laughs> well, like he's it's like, actually one of the ones now that I actually believe when they say, Oh yeah, he helped write this. I actually believe yeah. it now. Versus Not like, like he was just in the corner going, Oh, what if I say this well it's like when oh britney spears gets a co-writing credit i don't believe that she actually wrote the song just the part where it says it's britney bitch yeah that's it that's all she came up with what that that really happened that was was my topic okay where's the russian roulette thing give us a new topic I, i closed it dang it random topic generator come on let's do one more or we can read a list i'm down random for a conversation generator oh conversation generator okay uh <laughs> would you rather be the smartest <laughs> moron or the dumbest genius Ooh. Ooh. probably the smartest moron because if you're the dumbest genius, you're going to feel bad. But if you're the smartest moron, you're going to feel amazing about yourself. Your self-confidence is going to be great. I think I'm with Gotta you on this one. I mean, like, that's just really the way it is. I mean, would you rather, like, look down on an idiot and be like, oh, I'm smarter than you? Or would you rather be, like, looking up to Einstein going, I'm not as smart as you? Well, most people who are smart would look up to Einstein and say, I'm not as smart as you. And be kind of, yeah, yeah, but still, I wouldn't want to be the dumbest. Or I'd rather be the smartest moron. I got to go with that. Sorry. What about you, Chris? Are you the smartest yeah. moron, dumbest genius? I'll take dumbest genius. <sighs> well. I feel like even though there's people smarter than me, hopefully I have my nice little niche that I can uh, stay in. It's pronounced niche. Niche. Do you remember we went through this for like 17 episodes? (laughs) Way back when. We were just a wee little show. All right. Well, that seems like we've wasted enough of your time. So thank you to Stringjoy for sponsoring us. If you need some illegal big brass and strings i'm just kidding they're not illegal perfectly legal amazing business pays their taxes if you want to get <laughs> some legit strings that won't get you in trouble go to stringjoy.com they make all types of different gauges whatever you need for your guitar and they don't charge you 423 dollars. you don't get the guitar for cheap you got to pay more for that but the strings are are decently priced 
Yeah, you know, that was pretty decent. Like decently. A, like a six out of ten. Okay. Well, thanks for joining us, guys. Uh, you can join our Facebook group at facebook.com slash group slash the effects loop. Follow us on Instagram at the effects loop. You can find our YouTube somehow, just Google it. I don't know. Are you searching the YouTube thing? You can email us at the effects loop at gmail.com if you have suggested for a topic or just want to tell us that we suck. Also, you can check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash the effects loop, and you can sponsor the show. Uh, we need to put like like 50 bucks to sponsor an episode. We'll dedicate the entire episode to you. Have we listed our Patreons in a while? Uh, yeah. Uh, we did. Yeah. I don't. I mean, I don't know if we want to extend our show by that long, having to list them all. We'll, we'll put it on the video. We'll just have a list scrolling next to us while we do the wrap up. Yeah. So, thank you. Yeah, when so we, we do a video episode. Um, <laughs> yeah. Who do we look like? Sixty cycle hum. I don't think so, bub. This week's video episode: Scott leaves his camera on. Video episode. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty much did it. i leave my camera on dang it i did yeah we can watch you fixed right, well dang it all right guys well i hope you guys have a good week and we will see you next time adios Bye.
polls. Should be working the polls. No working the polls. <clears throat> Was that supposed to be a dick joke? No, it's a stripper no. joke. Ah. Mm -hmm. uh, 